This is Trivia for Kids, where it's not just for adults anymore. It's a me, a Mario. <laughs> that was good. Hello, Mario. Thanks for joining us. Grazie. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, everybody. It's me, Casey. It's a me, a Quinn. And thank you for joining us for another episode of Trivia for Kids, the podcast. The podcast. How are how are you today, Quitter? I'm good. Are you going to do this Mario voice the whole episode or? No, just okay. for now. I'm, okay. I'm not really doing it anymore. I'm doing more of a British thing. Oh, goodness sakes. Well, hi. Hope you all are having a really great summer. I hope you all had a very safe and happy 4th of July. It was nice to have a, a holiday in the middle of the week. However, I was very confused as to what day it was or what was really going on. I couldn't keep track when you have a Tuesday holiday. Yeah, and it was raining here in Iowa. Yeah, we had a really rainy 4th of July, which... Thank you, God, for the rain. That's always a blessing, but we didn't really get to do much, you know, outside water things like we normally do for the fourth. Yeah. Um, but uh at 10 o'clock there were these big, big, big fireworks last night. They were beautiful and they made loud booms and they were all different and super cool. Very, very cool. Yes, I love I love fireworks. Quinn, when you were little, you hated them hated them you were so scared and we would take you to the fireworks and we would put those big cup headphones on to try to protect your ears and you would scream and scream so i'm very glad that you have warmed up to fireworks because i do love them now i do too <laughs> awesome so quinn sometimes there are times in this podcast world that i just am so excited for the categories of the week and this is one of those weeks i feel like the categories are so fun and it's just going to be a really great show and i'm so excited to do it with you so should we do the jokes so that we can get on to the fun stuff oh yeah okay we have got some awesome jokes this week the first one comes from daniel and madison thank you hey quinn when i get a horse i'm gonna name it mayo you know why no, because mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a great one. Now, this next joke, I actually got the same joke from two different sets of kids. So, you know, it's a good joke when you get it more than once. So this joke is from Daniel and Madison also, but it's also from Everett and Emery. Thank you guys. Hey, Quinn, did you know that in Hawaii, it's actually illegal to laugh loudly? You have to keep it to aloha. Nope, too loud. Aloha. All right. This joke is also from Everett and Emery, too. So thanks again. So we have two from Daniel and Madison and two from Everett and Emery. Yes. Awesome. Why were the hamburger and fries running? No idea. Because they were fast food. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Are you in Hawaii? Fast food in Hawaii. Oh. 
<laughs> okay, the last joke comes from Madeline. Thank you, Madeline. What do you get when you cross a turtle with a porcupine? A porpoise, you kind. A slowpoke. <laughs> Great jokes for the week, everybody. Very funny. Okay. Are you ready to go? Let's do these awesome categories. Oh, yeah. Question five. Which state's nickname is the land of 10,000 lakes? Here's how the show works. Trivia for Kids consists of five rounds with seven questions each. We will announce the answers at the end of each round. Each new round will have a different category. After the fifth round, we will have the final exam, which will test you on the toughest questions we have covered in the previous rounds. Everyone ready? Let's get started. Round number one, the category is Unique State Facts. Thank you to listener Steve for the idea. Thank you, Steve. Question one. Which state has the only operational diamond mine in the United States? Question two. Averaging only about 10 inches of rain a year, which state is the driest state in the U.S.? Question three. Which state did Kentucky Fried Chicken originate in? Question four. Thank you to listeners Aspen and Colby for this idea. Thank you. The hot air balloon capital of the world is in which U.S. state? Question five. Which state's nickname is the land of 10,000 lakes? Question six. Which Midwestern state is the birthplace of Kool-Aid? Question seven. Six out of every 10 apples grown in the United States are grown in which state? And now the answers to round one. Question one. Which state has the only operational diamond mine? California. The answer is Arkansas. The only active diamond mine in the United States is the Crater of Diamonds Mine near Murfreesboro, Arkansas. There, recreational prospectors have been finding up to a few hundred carats of diamonds per year since the early 1970s. Many colored diamonds have been found at the Crater of Diamonds. 
That would be a fun thing to do. Yeah. Just go like searching for some diamonds. Maybe you yeah. have a lucky a lucky day. Question two. Averaging only about 10 inches of rain a year, which state is the driest in the United States? I don't want to say Florida because I know they get a lot of rain, but Texas maybe? That's not a bad guess. The answer is Nevada. Nevada? Yep. Huh. You know. It's not Iowa. We get a lot of rain. We do. But when you think about like Las Vegas and Nevada's next to, you know, California where Death Valley is and stuff, it's real dry there apparently. Question three. Which state did Kentucky Fried Chicken originate in? Going to be basic here, guys. I think it was in Kentucky. It was. I was trying to trick you. <laughs> but the answer is Kentucky. That is right. Sorry. I figured I could like run, yeah, I, blow I, one past I, you. I was going to think that it was going to be something else because I thought you were going to trick me. But Good you job. tricked the trick. Good job. Question four. The hot air balloon capital of the world is in which U.S. state? Montana? New Mexico. Oh. Albuquerque has the optimal weather conditions for hot air ballooning, which include wind conditions and air temperature. Both of these factors contribute to successful hot air ballooning, and Albuquerque has the perfect mix. So, I've heard about this. They have a big um, hot air balloon festival in Albuquerque, and it's apparently incredible. Like, Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hot air balloons go up at once in this big festival. Wouldn't that be so cool? Hot air balloons are so cool. I know. They're they're so cool to look at, but I, I don't want to be that high up in a basket with... <laughs> I agree. I don't... I Hot air ballooning is not a bucket list item for me. It's a bucket list item to see hot air ball- that place, but not be in that place. Right. I totally agree with you. Question five. Which state's nickname is the land of 10,000 lakes? Missouri or Michigan? The answer is Minnesota. Ah, it was another M state. (laughs) So here's an interesting little fact for you. So the reason that the LA Lakers are the Lakers is because the team used to be in Minneapolis. They were the Minneapolis Lakers. And then the team got bought by L.A., so they became the L.A. Lakers. But it's named for Minnesota. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Yeah, right? (laughs) Question six. Which Midwestern state is the birthplace of Kool-Aid? Midwestern is kind of like by Iowa, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm going to guess Ohio. We were just there this past weekend. Nebraska. Yes, it's Nebraska. Edwin Perkins of Hastings, Nebraska, had originally invented the sweet punch fruit smack, which he sold in liquid form. But in an effort to cut down on shipping costs, he experimented with reducing it to a powder. Hence, Kool-Aid. Cool. Eight. (laughs) Question seven. Six out of every ten apples grown in the United States are grown in which state? Going to be a little stupid here, guys. Uh, New York, because that's the big apple. That's a that's an educated guess. 
but the answer is Washington. I feel like I knew that. There are about 175,000 acres of apple orchards in the state, and on average, 128 million boxes of apples are grown every year. That equals around 2.3 million tons of apples from Washington. I love apples. Thank you, Washington. I love apples. Thank you, Washington. Round two. The category is riddles. Thank you to Henry and Jack for this idea and most of the questions. Thanks, boys. Question one. What type of room can people not enter? Question two. What is the slipperiest country? Question three. How many seconds are there in a year? Question four. Look in my face and I am someone. Look in my back and I am no one. What am I? Question five. What room do ghosts avoid? Question six. What three letters will make a thief run away? Question seven. Thank you to Henley for this idea. Thanks, Henley. What has a head and a tail but no body? And now the answers to round two. Quinn, these are riddles. Your favorite. Yes. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Question one. What type of room can people not enter? A mushroom. A mushroom. That is correct. Yes, that, that took me a while, but I, I'm like, I know this joke. I mean, this riddle. Question two. What is the slipperiest country? New Mexico. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Greece. I like that one. <laughs> Question three. How many seconds are there in a year? Too many to count. Twelve. January 2nd, February 2nd, March 2nd, April 2nd. <laughs> but that's funny. Question four. Look in my face and I am someone. Look in my back and I am no one. What am I? A mirror. Yes, a mirror. Did you know that one already? No, I that just guess. Wow, good job. Question five. What room do ghosts avoid? Living room. The living room. You're good at these. Thank you. Question six. What three letters will make a thief run away? 
C-O-P. Oh, that was a good guess. Cop. The answer is, I see you. Oh. <laughs> Question seven. What has a head and a tail but no body? A coin. It is a coin. Very good. Quinn, you're very good at riddles. Thank you. Wait, wait, wait. What can you, what is the only thing you can never hold in your left hand? I don't know. Your left elbow. What is something you can never hold in your right hand? Well, I'm Your right elbow. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. I thought the right, I thought the right hand part was going to be a trick question. So I was thinking too hard on it. (laughs) Round three. The category is engineering. Thank you to Lawson for this idea. Thanks, Lawson. Question one, true or false? It is possible to go all the way around on a playground swing. Question two, thanks to Leilani for this idea. Thank you. As of 2023, King Daka is the fastest what in North America? Traveling 0 to 128 miles per hour in 3.5 seconds. Question 3. Environmental engineers are working hard to breed bacteria that can eat what polymer-based materials that are difficult to recycle? Question four, what California structure designed in 1917 has an official color of international orange? Question five, named after the town in which it is located, what structure famous for its tilt is the historical bell tower of a cathedral. Question six. What is a barrier constructed to hold back water and raise its level, forming a reservoir used to generate electricity or as a water supply? Here's a hint. Beavers love them. Question seven, true or false? Golf balls have dimples to help them fly further. And now the round three answers. Question one, true or false? It is possible to go all the way around on a playground swing. False. It is false. The secret to this safety is the chains that connect the seat of the swing to the top bar. 
anytime you manage to go above the top bar with the swing, the chains go slack and you lose your momentum. That makes it impossible to build up enough energy to ever make it all the way around. However, if the swing is attached with poles instead of chains, it is possible to go all the way around. In fact, this is a common circus trick. But don't try this at home. It is super dangerous. So on the playground, if it's a chain, you go too high and it slacks and then it shoots you back down. So you can't do it. Smart engineers. Question two. As of 2023, King Daka is the fastest what in North America, traveling zero to 128 miles per hour in 3.5 seconds. Dump truck. <laughs> it's the fastest roller coaster. Oh, I thought you were asking for like, you said going to 100 miles per hour. Oh, it's a roller, but going to 100 miles per hour, I was thinking like a car or something, but <laughs> right. it's a roller coaster. Cause yes, not only is King Daka the fastest, it is also the tallest roller coaster with an upside down U-shaped track that goes 45 stories into the sky. It can be found at Six Flags in Jackson Township, New Jersey. Would you ride King Daka, Quinn? No, Casey. You are a big chicken when it comes to rides, so. Oh, stop. I rode the paraglider. <laughs> you did. You're not a big thrill seeker, though. That is not true. I just don't want to do the zipper. Oh, yeah. I should tell them that. No one would ride the zipper at the carnival with Ren. So guess who rode it with her? Me. And guess what I did the whole time? Planned my funeral. It was terrifying. Never again. <laughs> yeah. So no wonder I didn't want to go on it, Mom. It was safe, though. It was fine. You would have liked it. Question three. Environmental engineers are working hard to breed bacteria that can eat what polymer-based materials that are difficult to recycle? Soap. Plastic. I love this question. You keep it up, environmental engineers, because plastics are ruining our environment. So they're trying to create bacteria that will eat plastic. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. Keep it up. Do it. Let's you find it. You engineers. Question four. What California structure designed in 1917 has an official color of international orange? I don't know. The Golden Gate Bridge. Oh. I thought the Golden Gate Bridge was red, but apparently it's international orange. Question five. Named after the town in which it is located, what structure, famous for its tilt, is the historical bell tower of a cathedral. We were just there. It is the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Famous for its tilt. You said a bell tower. That's what it is. What? <laughs> oh yeah. So, this is a this is an engineering problem for Pisa because if the tower continues to lean too much, it will fall over. So they are constantly monitoring the tower to make sure that it that won't happen. And why the tower leans in the first place is because back in the day they didn't realize it, but they built the tower on basically half sand, half rock. So the half sand piece is sinking and the half rock piece is standing where it was originally. So good luck. Don't fall over. 
Question six. What is a barrier constructed to hold back water and raise its level, forming a reservoir used to generate electricity or as a water supply? Hint. Beavers love them. Damn. A dam. <laughs> People build dams to control water to make sure the right amount is at the right place at the right time. River water rises behind dams, forming artificial lakes called reservoirs. The stored water can be used to generate electricity or to supply water for homes and industries, for irrigation or navigation. Dams are very important because um, if there's too much water at one time anywhere, it could flood an entire area. So a dam controls the level of water and the speed at which it goes and it and it conducts electricity at the same time, which is helpful for everybody. Thanks, dams. Thanks, dams. Question seven, true or false? Golf balls have dimples to help them fly further. I feel like that's true. It is true. Golf balls have dimples because they help reduce drag. This allows the ball to fly further than a smooth ball would. I always wondered why they had dimples. I thought it was to make them look different than like... Than a normal ball? Yeah. Nope. Help them fly farther. Engineering. Gotta love it. Round four. The category is animal groups. Thank you to Madison for the idea. Thanks, Madison. Question one. Similar to how you would describe a cactus, a group of porcupines is called a what? Question two. Like something that you do not want to do in a car, a group of rhinos is called a what? Question three. If someone told you to mind your own, what is a group of ferrets called? Question four. Even though they are not humiliated, a group of pandas is called a what? Question five. Where they would like to sleep most of the time, a group of sloths is called a what? Question six. They must know a lot of things because a pack of wombats is called a what? Question seven. Hopefully they go on trial for their crimes because a group of crows is called a what? And now the answers to round four, the one you've been waiting for, Quinn. Boy, riddles and animal groups in one episode. This is your jam. Oh, yeah. Question one. 
Similar to how you would describe a cactus, a group of porcupines is called a what? A prickle. A prickle. I feel like a lot of these we're going to have like a aww kind yes, of voice. Yes. It's so, some of them aren't. Some of them aren't so cute, but some of them sure are. A prickle of porcupines. Question two. Something that you do not want to do in a car, a group of rhinos is called a what? A crash of rhinos. Yes. That's a great one. If, you, if a group of rhinos is running at you, I feel like they would crash into something. Smart. I like that one. Question three. If you told someone to mine their own, what is a group of ferrets called? A business of ferrets yes. or a beeswax of a ferrets? A business. A business of ferrets. <laughs> I picture them with like little little neckties on. <laughs> In their mind, in their own business of ferrets. Question four: Even though they are not humiliated, a group of pandas is called a what? An ashamement of pandas. Oh, an ashamement is a good guess. The answer is an embarrassment. I was gonna guess that too. An embarrassment. Of, I wonder why <laughs> pandas are adorable. Why would it be an embarrassment? Yeah. Question five. Where they would like to sleep most of the time, a group of sloths is called a what? A branch. A bed. A bed of sloths. <laughs> a branch. I like I like a branch of sloths better. Because they do sleep on branches, but the answer is a bed. Question six. They must know a lot of things because a pack of wombats is called a what? A big brain of wombats. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. A genius of wombats. A wisdom of wombats. Oh. And trivia question. Wombats are the only animals to poop have? square shaped. Square shaped poop. That's right. Question seven. Hopefully they go on trial for their crimes because a group of crows is called a what? Your favorite? A murder of crows. A murder of crows. It's kind of cool, cool, though, because if they, like, flood the sky, it, like, makes everything dark and scary and right. ominous. Because crows are sort of, you know, you, when you think of dark things, you kind of think of crows and ravens and those kinds yeah. of birds. So, okay. So here's a couple more fun ones that I wanted to let you guys know about. So like unicorns, a group of narwhals is also called a blessing. Isn't that so cute? So the two horned things, unicorns and narwhals, are both blessings. So the bird ones, I feel like, were the most kind of unique. So a group of larks is called an exaltation. Huh. A group of seagulls is called a squabble. <laughs> oh, this one was <laughs> That funny. one may be my favorite. A group of iguanas is called a slaughter. A slaughter of iguanas. Oh. Yeah. I, I still like the, the what was it? The uh, squabble? No, the seagulls. Yeah, the squabble. When oh, I like this one, a rumba of rattlesnakes. Ooh, rumba. Can I get a rumba? <laughs> I loved that one. Round five. The category is spicy. Thanks to Madeline for this idea and the questions. Thank you, Madeline. Question one. What part of the tree does cinnamon actually come from? A 
Question two: Named after a U.S. state that starts with North or South, the blank Reaper is the hottest pepper as of 2023. Question three. What spicy Mexican brand of chips slogan is only for the strong, the brave, the daring? Question four. What is the most spicy part of the pepper? Question five. What is the chemical found in things like peppers that make them spicy? Capsaicin, melatonin, or tryptophan? Question six. Which animal is unaffected by the chemical that makes things spicy? Question seven. Which highly populated country, famed for its curries and spicy cuisine, supplies around 70% of the global spice market? Round five answers. Question one. What part of the tree does cinnamon actually come from? Like the roots or the, the base? Nope, it's the bark. The fragrant spice comes from the inner bark of the Sri Lankan cinnamon tree and is used in sweet and savory foods worldwide. So the official natural cinnamon comes from a tree bark from Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Sri. There's S-R-I. Sri Lanka. I heard you say Sri Lanka. <clears throat> Sri Lanka. No, Sri Question two, named after a U.S. state that starts with north or south, the blank reaper is the hottest pepper as of 2023. North Dakota. The North Dakota reaper? Oh, no, 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 no. The South Carolina reaper. No, the North Carolina reaper. It's just the Carolina reaper. The Carolina Reaper has 2.2 million SHUs, which stands for Scoville Heat Unit, and it measures the spiciness of a pepper. So for reference, a standard jalapeno has between 2 to 8,000 SHUs. The Carolina Reaper has 2.2 million of them. Would you try one in some salsa? My tongue is already sweating. <laughs> Would you try some? No. Me neither. I am not a. I am not an aggressive spicy food. I like spicy, spicy stuff, but not that spicy. Right. Question three: What spicy Mexican brand of chips slogan is only for the strong, the brave, the daring? I don't know. Yes, you do. It's Takis. I don't know that that was the 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 what's it called the slogan. Question four: What is the most spicy part of the pepper? 
the seed, like the inside, the, the like the strings on the inside? Yeah, that's that's what it is, but there's a name for that. It's called the pith. P-I-T-H. Pith. The pith is the little white part the seeds are attached to. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Question five. What is the chemical found in things like peppers that makes them spicy? Capsaicin, melatonin, or tryptophan? Capsaicin. That is correct. Tryptophan is the stuff in Turkey that makes you sleepy after you eat it, and melatonin is (laughs) also also sleepy stuff. So capsaicin is what's in peppers. Question six. Which animal is unaffected by the chemical that makes things spicy? Cats. Good guess. It's birds. Most wildlife will avoid capsaicin because it has such a strong odor and taste. However, birds cannot taste capsaicin and will not be repelled by it. Question seven. Which highly populated country famed for its curries and spicy cuisine supplies around 70% of the global spice market? Mexico, right? India. And now it's time for the final exam. Now remember, you've heard these questions in the previous rounds, but these were the hardest ones we've had. So use your memory and try to think back to what the answers are. Question one, which state has the only operational diamond mine? Arkansas. Question two. Environmental engineers are working hard to breed bacteria that can eat what polymer-based materials that are difficult to recycle? Plastic. Question three. Even though they are not humiliated, a group of pandas is called a what? An embarrassment. Question four. What is the chemical found in things like peppers that make them spicy? Capsaicin. Question five. They must know a lot of things because a pack of wombats is called a what? A wisdom. Question six. Six out of every ten apples grown in the United States are grown in which state? Washington. Question seven. Which highly populated country, famed for its curries and spicy cuisine, supplies around 70% of the global spice market? India. And that's the end. What did you think? Did you like the categories? Yes. So many fun ones. Which was your favorite? The riddles. You liked the riddles more than the animal groups? Oh, that's hard. Tough but I call. love rib- I love riddles. You I wish do. You could do one in every. <laughs> you are a riddling girl, aren't you? Oh yeah. All right. Ready for the conversation topic? What is your biggest pet peeve? My sister. Oh, come on. <laughs> Mine is 
doing laundry that was never worn and was just put back in the hamper instead of being hung up. Ah, pet peeve. Thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. Have a great week, everybody. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Trivia for Kids Podcast. And if you have a question idea or even an entire category, please email us at Trivia for Kids Podcast at gmail.com. 